Hi and welcome to podcast two. This podcast was taken from the first half of a live in the group, the PLF Method, that people found really useful and really helpful. So hopefully by sharing it with you, you'll also find it useful and helpful. Yeah, uh, so I just wanted to chat a bit more about that because I think everybody related, um, everybody understood uh, where the the person was coming from. Um, so it started from us trying to pay attention to our weekends because the previous weekend, um, what people tend to do is not track it and when it isn't you know going great when they aren't feeling really good about what they've they've eaten or you know drank but that's almost like the more important time to track your intake just so you know what you've done and it's like i said in another video the other day if you have a calorie target and a protein target and you're not tracking you don't know if you're meeting those targets then you are looking at your results and your goals and you don't even know what changes to make. Um, you don't know what choices to make about food. You don't really know anything. You're just always kind of guessing. Uh, it's just making life so much harder for yourself. So what we wanted to do at the weekend was keep on top of it, keep tracking, like no matter what we had done. Um, and you, you did amazingly well at that. Thank you so much because, and I hope you... Well, I think you really got benefit from doing that, um, and it was it was fun to to all come together as a group, and that's exactly you know what group coaching is all about. Um, yeah. So things happen like during the week. I think a lot of people can stay on a routine. And it's easy because it goes around work, it goes around kids' activities, like you know what you're doing, you know when you're doing it. When it comes to the weekend, we want more freedom, we want more flexibility. And you should have that. You should be able to do what you want, enjoy your life, go out and do things and enjoy it and appreciate it. What I never want anybody to feel is anything negative because they've done that. I never want people to say, well, you know, I I didn't eat because I was busy and I feel guilty about that. That's that's never anything to feel guilty about. Um so what we had was yeah, so someone didn't eat a meal on Saturday night because they weren't feeling hungry. Um, that's that's great. I think what you've done there is you've listened to your body for whatever reason. You haven't felt hungry on Saturday night. Maybe you had more food on Saturday during the day. Maybe you, you just weren't, you know, moving as much. Like, for whatever reason, there you don't have to eat if you don't feel hungry. So... The reasons why you maybe might choose to is, say, for example, you've got a busy afternoon ahead, you've got a long day, you've got a workout later, so you're like, right, I'm not very hungry, but this is my only opportunity to eat something now. Um, Quite often, some people don't take a lunchtime, and then they come home from work, and they're starving, and they overeat, so if you want to try and 
change those habits. Eating at lunchtime is a good way to do that. But skipping dinner because you weren't hungry, like it would have been weird almost to to force food into yourself for no real reason um, on a Saturday night. So Sunday, everybody seemed to enjoy a Sunday. The weather is amazing on Sunday. So I think it's great. Like get out there and enjoy life. And you want to have social occasions as well. You want to be able to go to um, weddings, christenings, any events, any dinners, and, and not struggle with what you're doing, why you're doing it, and and what the, the consequences of that that's going to be. Like, you want to go and enjoy yourself. And that means, doesn't mean, like, going mad. It means making, like, informed decisions because you know what you're doing and you know what you want. And you're making when you make choices that align with your goals and your values, then you're going to feel good about it. It's when you do something that you know isn't going to get you to your goal, whatever that is, it's taking you off that road. That's when you're going to feel bad because it isn't aligning with what you want, what you're working towards, and your values and goals. Um, so I think maybe. For me, it's good to explain why we have a calorie target and why we have a protein target again. Um, Because when you understand that and you understand that, you know, life isn't perfect, it's never going to be perfect and it's okay. Like things will happen and things that should happen, like you want things to happen. You don't want to just have a boring, repetitive life all the time. Um, So if you don't make your protein targets and your calorie targets like every single day of every single week nothing bad is going to happen it's not going to be ideal it's not going to be you know like perfectionism but perfectionism isn't possible and you want to have variety in your food so a lot of the times when you get into a routine during the week it's because you eat similar foods every day and that's a really good way to know what you're eating and not have to track every like gram because it's similar so you can change like your protein options you can change the vegetables you eat but each meal is based around protein it's got tons of veg in it and it and you can use that uh, when you're out as well um so I don't, you never need to like stop or feel bad because you think you've done something that's, that you, you didn't imagine doing, like you hadn't, it was like a surprise to you. So I think that's where um, it, someone said like they felt bad because they'd gone off plan. And to me that like the only plan you should have is what you've planned for yourself. Um. So that was interesting. Um, When you have a calorie goal, you want flexibility and freedom and the choice of what you're going to eat within those calories. And if you go over it, there's a chat like, and it's always a guide as well. So you always need to start with a number and then monitor, track it. 
and say, right, um, I'm meeting these calories, am I gaining weight, am I losing weight, am I staying the same? And then we adjust from there. So if your weight's dropping and that's your goal, then great. If your weight's maintaining or if it's going up and your goal is to drop it, then we want to reduce those calories. And you always want to eat as many calories as you can while still getting the results that you want. You know, you, you don't want to over-restrict. It doesn't leave you anywhere to go. When your body shrinks and gets smaller, your calories will reduce because you'll just naturally burn less because you're a smaller person. We need room to do that. And feeling hungry isn't a bad thing. Like, you're not... It's, you, you can feel hungry and that's like, okay. And hunger comes in waves as well, remember? So if you feel hungry... It doesn't last very long. It goes. Uh, if you're feeling hungry quite often, then fill up with vegetables. Like, and it, remember, it's food volume that fills you up. It's not calories, which is why you can eat something super high in calories. That's like a cake or a McDonald's or something, and still feel hungry. It's food volume, so it's the amount of food you eat that fills your tummy. If you think of your tummy, it's like a big bag and you want to fill it and putting vegetables in it is going to do that with pretty much very low calories when you base your meals around protein it gives you all the protein your body needs it then also in your tummy slows down the digestion of everything that you've eaten in that meal because protein takes longest to digest which is why you'll see like marketing on things that say high in protein keeps you fuller for longer um it does because it takes longer to digest and your body doesn't just leave it there to digest other things like your vegetables it keeps the whole meal together um and you want to break down your protein like that so when you have a daily goal for protein you you can eat it all in one meal but it's not the best way to do it because your body sort of reaches a limit when you digest protein you're so it's called muscle protein synthesis which basically just means your body's like being able to utilize the protein that you've given it and use that to repair your muscles for growth um, for all your cells, for all the functions that your body needs protein for, which is quite a lot. Um, so when you take in protein and it spikes, so you, the protein in your body sort of climbs at a little peak, but when you, so studies have shown that it's roughly like 30 grams of protein gets you to the top of that peak. If you eat then more than the 30 grams at one sitting, it still does climb, but not as much. It's that initial 30 grams that your body really responds to. Um, so 30 to 40 grams of protein in each meal is perfect. And do that every couple of hours and it just keeps that level high. Um, because it spikes when you eat and then the hours after it slowly drops but then you want to eat again it goes back up so it keeps it high and it's kind of why if you've ever heard of bodybuilders like setting an alarm at three o'clock in the morning to get up to eat cottage cheese which is <coughs> a little bit crazy not something I'd recommend but that's that's their idea behind that is that they want to keep that muscle building potential high um so if you don't meet your calorie goal if you're under your calories 
then it's only really going to help your weight loss, to be honest. Um, if you're under your calories to the point where you are feeling low on energy, it's affecting your sleep, it's then impacting on your workouts, then it's probably not going to help your weight loss. If you're so low on calories, you're too tired to move, you're not even shifting around in the house, it's really going to bring down your energy output. So if your calories are your energy input, your movement is your energy output. Um, and then it also means that you're, you're kind of, you get stuck because it pla everybody plateaus, it happens. And I think expecting to have setbacks like a weekend that was like fun and exciting and food was the last thought in your mind is, is really exactly what you want. Um, hitting a plateau, that happens. And the reason it happens is because you find your calories that you're going to take in and you're losing weight on those calories. But eventually you're going to sort of meet an equilibrium where those calories are your maintenance calories because your body's become smaller. You take less energy to do the movements. Like the same things you were doing before, it takes more energy to move a bigger body, to move to move more weight around. So if you think of somebody who weighs 80 kilograms and somebody who weighs 100, that person who weighs 100 is basically to the 80 kilogram person carrying a 20 kilogram weight on their back on every movement they do. So, and it's kind of an advantage of, excuse me, starting out like a little bit heavier because you're going to be automatically stronger. You're going to have more muscle. Um, so your potential is already really great. Um, so it means when you do lose body weight, when you're doing exercises that you've done before, they're going to feel so much easier and you're going to feel strong because you can then, as you're losing body weight, put up the resistance in your dumbbells, your barbells, your gym machines, and, and just keep building that strength. And that's actually pretty cool. And then you end up stronger than the skinny people, which is always a good one. Um, so not meeting your, your protein targets, um, isn't like when you you think about your calories like you have the opportunity to have high days and to have some lower days and if it sort of averages out over the week that's great with protein however you get a sort of small window of opportunity of like three to four hours if you miss it you can't really go back and make that up always when your your goal is fat loss prioritize the calories calories come first so I would never if you're sitting at the end of the day thinking right I'm low on protein I need to go and eat something to bring my protein up but then that's going to take you over your calories I would never recommend doing that I would always calories first like that's your number one however if you're <clears throat> frequently getting to the end of the day you've met your calories but your protein's low then we need to have a wee look at um, your your meals and your choices. We need to increase that protein. And you know, if people over complicate everything, uh, it really is as simple as just doubling it up. 
So if you're used to eating, say you eat fish, and you usually have one slice of fish, just have two. If you're used to having one egg in the morning, just have two. It's it's that simple, um, and it's that easy. And we do like to look for for complicated answers to things, um, and try and make things like more difficult because it feels like this is difficult, and it sometimes feels like there's so much to think about and so much to do. You can get like a wee bit overwhelmed with things, so. Yeah, break it down uh, and be kind to yourself. Always talk to yourself like you're talking to a friend. We're so hard on ourselves. Ridiculously hard on ourselves. <clears throat> like, if that was your friend, you'd be, you'd be that's totally different to how you spoke to yourself. So protein, yeah, you can't really, like, go back and make up for it. You can't, you know, having high days and low days doesn't tend to work because it's that small opportunity. Um... If you have a lot of body weight to lose, then it's not worth worrying about massively because you already will have some strength and some muscle there. Your goal there is going to be maintaining that while losing fat because when we lose fat, you will. And it's why we sort of differentiate between weight loss and fat loss. Because weight loss is just what the scales reflect. And the scales, remember, have your organs, your bones, your skin, your muscle, as well as your body fat, like your brain. Everything is on that scale. When it fluctuates, and this is another reason why, well, this is the main reason why I would say if you're going to weigh yourself, do it every day and take the lowest from that week. Because as you see, it goes up and down. And I think that's a really good realization for for people when they they start doing that when they're not used to doing that. If they maybe just used to doing one a week, you see just how much it can fluctuate from day to day, and it is just you know how much fluid and water your body has in it. It's whether you've gone to the bathroom. It's whether you've eaten like high salt or high carbohydrate meal because that means you hold more water. It's just whether you've, you know, if you didn't have dinner on Saturday night, you'll have weighed less on Sunday morning. So, it, you know, it, over the long term, I think when you have a lot of weight to lose, it's good to see a trend there, but understand that it will go up and it will go down. <clears throat> and it's never something that you should let affect how you feel about yourself or your progress or anything like that. It's just gravity. That's all it is. And it's the least reliable way to to track your progress. Tracking your progress through photos and measurements is, is the best one. Measurements because when you practice it and you get quite good at it, being consistent with it. So if you start to pick, like if you identify a mole or a freckle or a scar or something, you always get that same sight. It's quite objective, like you can argue with that. Whereas when you look at photos, like everyone else will be able to go, wow, you look amazing, you can see such a difference. You'll be sitting there going, nah. Like, we're so, we're so horrible to ourselves. And sometimes you, 
you will see it. Like, eventually you will see it. You can't not see it. Uh, and it's pretty cool when you go back to looking at your, your like, week zero photos to your current photos, and you're like, yeah. And even just noticing changes in posture, noticing changes in your smile is incredible. But even more than any of that is just how you feel, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about food, how you feel in your confidence and get out moving and doing things. You want to feel like you can do anything and you can wear anything and you're like up for anything. Someone suggests doing something, you're like, yeah, let's go. That's what you want. You want that freedom. Um... So your, your protein, when you're losing fat, your body doesn't just only burn fat. Unfortunately, I wish it did. It will also look to draw some energy from your muscles. Because when your body gets the energy from the food, it doesn't need to use any from the body. If you're body is getting so much energy from food it has excess energy then it's stored as fat so when you look, drop your calories when you're dieting you want to have less calories coming in than what you have coming out so basically less energy coming in than the energy you're expending your body wants to make up this extra energy like your deficit from the fat stores which is what you want your body will also take some from your muscle stores which is what you don't want the way we sort of mitigate that and reduce that from happening as much is by eating the protein and by resistance training thank you for listening i hope you found that as helpful as the group did Remember to hit subscribe or follow and you can find me on social media at Pamela L Fitness.